for music lovers, this Saturday is a holiday. The Savannah Philharmonic's Picnic in the Park concert returns after a COVID-forced hiatus. Now known as Phil, P-H-I-L, the park, Phil the Park, the concert is sure to fill, F-I-L-L, Forsyth on Saturday evening. The Philharmonic's conductor, Kai Harada, and the Philharmonic's executive director, Amy Williams, joins this episode of the Commute Podcast. Good day, Savannah, from all of us here at savannahnow.com. This is the Commute Podcast presented by National Office Systems. I am your host, Adam Van Bremer, opinion columnist and a deputy editor at the Savannah Morning News. Actually, I'm just making a cameo today as my colleague, do Savannah editor Zach Dennis, handles the interviewing duties with the leaders of the Savannah Philharmonic. I'll turn things over to Zach in just a moment, but first, let me tell you about the Commute's presenting sponsor, National Office Systems. We're on the cusp of a move here at the Savannah Morning News. We're staying in this building, just switching floors, or so we've been led to believe. And we get ready to run up the stairs. We know who to call to help us design and outfit that new space. That's right, Scott Center and his team at the National Office Systems. They've been helping Savannah businesses with their office needs since the 1980s. National Office Systems offers more than 200 product lines, including a new collaboration from two of the office furniture industry's leaders. Herman Miller and Knoll, also known as Miller Knoll. If your office space needs a refresh, National Office Systems can help. Learn more by visiting www.natoffsys.com. That's www.natoffsys.com. Now, here's the Fill the Park preview with Zach Dennis, Kai Harada, and Amy Williams. Joining me for the Thursday episode of the Commute Podcast are the two two of the figureheads for the Savannah Philharmonic Executive Director Amy Williams and Music and Artistic Director Kataro Harada. Um, Kay, Amy, thanks for, for joining us for the podcast. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us, Zach. So it's an exciting week for the Philharmonic. Phil the Park is back and it's in its full glory in Forsyth Park. Um, We'll talk a little bit about all of the, that's happening with that, but I first wanted to start. I know that both of you, um, this is going to be your first experience with like in Forsyth Park, um, the full event. So just on a like on a personal level, what are what are both of y'all excited to see when it uh, comes Saturday? You know, it's not just um, Amy and myself's um, first time with the Philadelphia Park, but it's also the entire staff at the Savannah Philharmonic's first time mm-hmm. at Philadelphia Park at Forsyth Park. Um, we did one last year at Morris Center. And then this year we're, you know, back at Forsyth Park and we keep hearing about it. We've never, except for two of the musicians that um, um, are in the staff, um, none of us have experienced it or have put together this event at Forsyth. So we're super excited. We're you know only anticipating about fifteen to twenty thousand people. So no, no big deal, right? Yeah. Yeah, for, you know, the team is working really hard and in getting all the details together. And there's just a lot of excitement around it for us. For me personally, I moved to Savannah two years ago. So it's this real opportunity to see what I love so much is that the community coming together for music and coming together through music. So that's what I'm I'm excited to sort of take a moment and, and take it all in on Saturday. I'm sure that also kind of you know, at least on the creative side allows you, you know, there's a lot of the stuff with, 
with the event that you can kind of follow just because that's, those are staples, but did that offer, since you all had not kind of experienced it yet, did that offer some offer opportunity for you and your staff to kind of get creative with it and not change it up, but maybe add some different uh, things that kind of are fun? It really has, you know, so for us, it's, we've had two years of being able to really talk to the community and listen to it. And here are some of the challenges, challenges from the past and some of the excitements from the past. So of course we have the picnic competition back. Um, the theme is movies and concert. I think we're all really excited to see. Um, I've heard they get very elaborate and the dining room tables have come out in the past mm-hmm. um, and recliners. So um, we're excited to see those traditions. But I think one of the other things that we heard from the community was that um, by having it on a Sunday night, it was always a school night. So it was challenging. So for us, it was an opportunity to move it to Saturday, try it, um, see if more people come out, see if more people are comfortable with that. So for that, from that logistics side, it's been exciting there. One of the things that we did in order to get this excitement and the buzz throughout the city is to fill the neighborhood series. We've been in the neighborhood for the last three weekends, um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, three weekends in a row. And us as Sadfield presenting another organization. First, we presented um, the jazz festival, the second week, the voice festival. And then the third week, we got an artist from Clarksdale, Mississippi, from the Ground Zero Blues Club. His name is Anthony Big A Sherrod. And this is a blues club that founded the Delta Blues and co-founded by Morgan Freeman. And so each of the three weeks, we've been in the neighborhoods and we didn't know what to expect or anticipate. Amy and I created this back in the spring thinking like every week we'll go out into the neighborhood, we'll talk about fill the park and then the excitement will build. And then in order for us to measure success, we were thinking, oh, you know, if like 100 people came out per event, that'll be great. But instead we had numbers that just skyrocketed. We didn't anticipate thousands of people to show up um, each weekend. So it's been a great um, preview to what is in store for this Saturday at Forsyth Park. And I'm, I definitely want to get back to fill in the, the neighborhoods in a second, um, but sticking with the park real quickly, you mentioned movies and concert. You're going to have a lot of, a lot of those favorites, Jurassic Park, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, the, the favorites that are, that people are excited to hear. Um, it's also, it seemed like, uh, I was reading Chris Baranato's article that's online at Savannah morning news now, um, that it's kind of a preview of something you're going to have coming up later this year, next year with, uh, a live in concert home alone, uh, mm-hmm. live, uh, live orchestra while the movie plays. Is that something that you're kind of testing out to a degree with the fill the park? So the, um, we're doing something new and it's it's on December 17th where we do the home alone live with orchestra. Basically we're bringing down the movie screen at Lucas and then playing the entire movie on the screen while the orchestra and the chorus will perform in sync with the music, uh, with the film. So it's like you get to hear the music of John Williams with the movie in real time. And so Savannah's never done that before. And so I'm very excited to do that. And just as a preview to that, we're doing um, a selection of Home Alone where the chorus will sing um, at Fill the Park this Saturday, just to get the excitement. I'll be talking about what this movie concert is all about. Um, so that's that's why the Home Alone is 
programmed in there. And, you know, it's October, but we could start thinking about Christmas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you, you mentioned the chorus, and that reminded me you all have a, a new chorus master and, and getting a little bit of a debut, I believe, with this Fill the Park event. Absolutely. So this is the first time that the chorus has been on stage with the orchestra mm. at Fill the Park in Forsyth. So they are really excited. It is a volunteer chorus from members of the community and throughout the community that come together and rehearse weekly. Um, and, and it's really an opportunity for them to be showcased as well on stage um, in this environment. So we're excited to, it really is the entire Savannah community, but the entire Savannah Philharmonic community coming together for this event. So, and this summer we hired a new chorus master, Paul Thornock. So we're excited about him um, being on the team, and he's really developed the um, chorus into a beautiful ensemble already. And the chorus gets to shine, and then we have their um, concert coming up in December, also with the Handel, Handel's Messiah at the cathedral. Very cool. Now, before before we move on from the the fill the park, I have to ask as a conductor, you know, I see a lot of John Williams scores, you know, scored music in, in the lineup. Uh, mm -hmm. As as a conductor, what I guess what what are your favorites when it comes to movie movie uh, themes or just movie music to kind of include in a in a show? So I have a personal relationship with John Williams because I've assisted him. I've met him like about 10 some years ago. And then oh, cool. since then, I've been um, doing a lot of projects um, for him. So like, I love his music. And Amy kind of um, pokes on me because I, my favorite is E.T. And it's the 40th mm -hmm. anniversary of E.T. this year. So like I have E.T. and it feels like E.T. is my party song because he's <laughs> like, you're, you're playing E.T. again? But I do love that score. It's just something so special about that music. And then him and his flying music, like Harry Potter or mm -hmm. like, you know, um, Star Wars, uh, Superman, um, all of this just magical music that really brings, when you hear the harmonies, when you hear the melodies, it brings you straight back to the first time you ever saw that movie. And I think mm -hmm. that's the power of his music that is quite special so yes of course i have some john williams this year um for fill the park and for those again fill the park it's gonna be on saturday uh it, the, the challenge is to come up with you know a great picnic i know it's it seemed like from reading chris's article that Kay's gonna be walking around looking for food and and, and picnic designs so uh come out to forsyth on saturday and enjoy some some great uh classical music with the philharmonic and then the other thing is that at Fill the Park, we want to make sure that there's a collaboration of the city. Um, and so we have the Savannah Music Fest Jazz Academy performing at 4.30. We have the 3rd Infantry Division Dogface Brass Band at 5 o'clock. That's a mouthful. Um, and at 5.45, 3rd Infantry Division Show Band, the Regulations performing. And then throughout these uh, musical events, we'll, the um, Amy and the team from Colonial will be going around to judge the picnic competition i'll be on facebook live going rogue on you know social media and just walking around and and then we have the we have big a performing um with the orchestra and then he's doing a solo set on his own um during the seven o'clock time frame so there's a lot in store but everything starts at 4 30 so yeah no it's it's a 
as you know, it's a can't miss event for, for Savannah. So it's exciting that it's back at Forsyth and, and people can, I know a couple of weeks ago with the jazz festival, uh, people were just thrilled to kind of have it back there in the park and kind of have that event again. So I, I know Phil, the park's very much the same way. Pardon the interruption. Adam here again to encourage you to subscribe to the Georgia Southern Extra Newsletter. The football Eagles are off to a 3-2 start under new coach Clay Helton, and they nearly upset Sunbelt Conference power Coastal Carolina last weekend. Every week, sports writer Nathan Dominitz breaks down the successes and the challenges facing Georgia Southern. Get that newsletter delivered to your email inbox by going to savannahnow.com slash newsletters and signing up. And you don't have to subscribe to the Savannah Morning News or savannahnow.com to get the newsletter, so there are no excuses. Now, back to the Fill the Park discussion. I want You mentioned Fill the Neighborhood, so you've been doing this over the last couple weeks um, all over the place. I know... Um, uh, Adam Van Bremer here at the newspaper, he went to the Isle of Hope Marina concert and he was, he was feeling, feeling very fancy. He was listening to the music. He was in his boat and the, you know, that was docked. He had, I think he said a, you know, a, a beverage and a cigar, like he was really feeling it, uh, for that concert. What has been, uh, the, what has been the response from the community, like from people that you've heard, um, as you've gone to these places and performed? It's really incredibly heartwarming. Um, as Kay shared, you know, we, we weren't really sure what to expect. You never really are with the when a series starts. Mm-hmm. And it's it was phenomenal. The first weekend we had 900 people between the three venues. The second weekend we had 700 people. Last weekend despite weather, we had 400 people between two neighborhoods. So, but it's also fun to see each neighborhood have their own personality and that was mm-hmm. one of our challenges was to match music to the personality of the neighborhood. Um so it was, you know, we were Kids were dancing the electric slide last weekend. And then in Hull Park that was packed, we had um, music of musical theaters and mm-hmm. theater opera and and more. And then we had jazz the first week. You know, so I I wasn't anticipating people sitting on their boats at Isle of Hope Marina. I didn't, mm-hmm. I don't know why I wasn't anticipating that, but yeah. it was fun to see them. He was not the only one sitting with a drink in his hand and a cigar enjoying. <laughs> enjoying some jazz on on a beautiful night so it's been mm-hmm. it's been a lot of fun it's been fun to get to know the communities it's been fun to get to know um what they're looking for you know and and once it started our phone sort of the buzz around town happened and our phone is was ringing to see how a neighborhood could get on the series for next year so that's that's always fun to watch and to be part of and that's good to hear because i feel like it's probably one of those things where they experience, you know, they experience it or check it out the first year and then it grows. And I think more neighborhoods probably pick it up as, as, uh, as they hear about it. What I know we, the last time we talked, um, you both talked extensively about creating this accessibility with the Philharmonic. Did you run into, um, were people attending the concerts who maybe had never been to a Philharmonic concert, whether in Savannah or elsewhere, or people who um, you know didn't realize that you all are are around and, and shows are happening. Maybe they just didn't engage with it before. I think we saw both. We saw some people that knew we were around but didn't feel it was for them. They were mm-hmm. nervous. That, like they would have never had their first experience with us being in a concert mm-hmm. hall. Um, so it made it open up to that we could we were accessible, mm-hmm. um, but it was also an opportunity for those that had an idea that we were something or 
or never knew we existed mm -hmm. to come up and introduce and talk to our musicians. I think one of the things that we saw at each one was that the performers really invited people to come say hi mm -hmm. afterwards and to, you know, and they wanted to make new friends in the community as well. So I feel like that barrier started to really break down as, as the community really felt they were approachable. Right. And then, so Kay and I would go out to dinner afterwards and we started getting approached at different places so that I think there's an element to that. That's so mm -hmm. important um, for classical music and music in general, when there's a stage, it's, it seems like a performer or someone can be put on a higher pedestal and it just, that's not necessary. Everyone wants, everyone wants to hang out with one another. Yeah. Now, even though like Amy and I have, are new to the community. Um, one thing that is a common thread that we know about Savannah is that people want to be in what the trend is. People want to be, you know, part of what everyone's talking about. Right. So at first it may seem like, you know, this new thing, there, people would have been a little bit skeptical about it, but once they saw that the first one was a huge success, and then social media is very helpful in that sense because we could post photos and videos of what's happening. Mm -hmm. Then people are like, "Oh my gosh! Like, why did we miss that event yesterday? We're we're going tomorrow. We're mm -hmm. going to the next week one." Um, so, in a way, you know, it's great to be new um, for us because we're doing different things, and then we're do doing things that were had never been done before mm -hmm. and trying it out. But the success has been um, great because we've been listening to the community. We've learned, we're learning about the community and we understand what works and what doesn't. But the most important part is that we're not afraid to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. So like we, if something doesn't work, then, you know, we won't do it again, but we wouldn't know until if we try. And I think with the feel of the neighborhoods, this was a huge success. So we have to think about, you know, what are we going to do next year about this? Yeah. Well, and I, you know, you both mentioned that you're new to the community and that's something that I think is, is also should be top of mind with a lot of uh, organizations that there's so many new people, over, at least over the last two, three years, so many people have moved to Savannah who probably aren't familiar with the Philharmonic or a lot of the other uh, organizations in town. So I'm sure they're happy to see you all going into neighborhoods, becoming closer to them. And then they might be like, oh, I didn't realize this is something that I could participate in. Let's check out the season when it comes along. Um, speaking of the season that's coming up, we mentioned the Home Alone concert, which has already piqued my interest. I love a nice, uh, if it never, if nobody's ever been to a, like a movie with the orchestra playing, it's a very fun, uh, fun experience. I remember I went to one of Indiana Jones and it was, it was fantastic. Um, but you, you guys are kicking off soon. What um, for UK? What is exciting about this new season as you were planning it out and planning out um, the different, the different uh, shows that people are going to be able to see? Sure. Um, so we, you know, during the past two seasons, we did different things, and then we are implementing some of the things that were, were highly successful. So, for example, fill the squares at Chippewa Square, where we, it's a casual weekend concert um, at Parker's Company balcony, and people, you know, tour buses are going around taking videos and photos. People are in the Chippewa Square in their picnic um, chairs and lawn chairs, and just it's a great event. So we kicked that off after fill the park um, at the end of October, um, and then. In November, we've got the Brahms Symphony. We're back in the Lucas Theater uh, with a guest conductor, which will be really exciting. Mm -hmm. And in December, we have, you know, the we should 
in the past, we were performing at the cathedral, um, and I'd like to bring that tradition back. So we're back at the cathedral performing the Messiah, and mm -hmm. the tickets for that is basically sold out. Maybe there's like one or two left or something. So if you're listening to this podcast and if you like the Messiah, December 2nd, get it now. Because after this Saturday, I'm pretty sure there will there'll be zero tickets. It's a, it's um, a hot ticket going to the cathedral to listen it, to music. Exactly. And it's a beautiful place to perform. Um, oh so, my gosh, it's wonderful. So excited about that. Um, as we mentioned, um, we are performing on the the 17th for the Home Alone. Um, and then we have um, another exciting event. Are we allowed to announce that, Amy, in December? Mm -hmm. Okay, perfect. I have to check with the boss because yeah. um, um, Andrea Bocelli is performing at the end market and mm -hmm. then the Savannah Philharmonic will be performing with Bocelli. So Very cool. Yeah, and there is going to be a subscriber benefit to that. So if you are a subscriber to the Savannah Philharmonic, you get amazing seats. Um, so that's a super added benefit for being part of the Savannah Philharmonic family. And yeah. um, in the... After the New Year's, we are celebrating the 30th anniversary of the American Traditions Vocal Competition. So we have some of their alumni coming in to sing with us. And for another thing that we wanted to do new this year is concert for families. So mm -hmm. um, where grandparents can take their children to a co classical concert or families with little children can come to a concert. So we are doing this show called When Instruments Roam the Earth. Um, the one thing that I'm going to tell you about this is that I will be in a gigantic dinosaur outfit talking about how great an orchestra is. So mm -hmm. that's all really you have to know about it. So if you have little children, this is a great one to attend. In February, during the um, right before Valentine's Day, we were doing an all Rachmaninoff concert with a distinguished, world-renowned pianist Stephen Hoff, who is performing two Rachmaninoff piano concertos. Mm -hmm. Most pianists have a difficult time playing just one Rachmaninoff concerto, but he's playing two back-to-back, -back, which is sort of mm -hmm. inhumane. So this is really, really <laughs> cool. Um, Great way Mar to sell it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In March, um, March is usually a, a very busy time in Savannah musically because of the Savannah Music Festival. So we are having um, the Field of Squares um, back at the Chippewa. Um, again, once again, very casual and out outside, you know, outside and hopefully good weather. And then in May, we have the Organ Symphony, which is their Lucas Theater is restoring their um, organ. Back. So we're going to celebrate the new organ by performing the Organ Symphony by Saint-Saëns and then also a world premiere performance of a piece that was commissioned by Savannah Philharmonic by a local composer, Robin Beauchamp. So he teaches the SCAD. He used to perform in the Savannah Symphony and he's written a uh, new music for the Savannah Philharmonic about Savannah. So there's music about St. Patrick's Day. There's music about the history of Savannah. So it's great um savannah celebration um to close out the 14th season and and we have one more series that's not announced yet but in april you'll will be announcing the on the road series with a very very exciting collaboration in town so that's that will be announced after throw the park that's that's wonderful i i'm i'm i though i am disappointed that you're not going to be wearing a dinosaur costume in other shows i think you know I'm just it, saying for the for the you know Messiah concert, dinosaur could be nice. But. You know, it it only takes some 
my boss to tell me, you know, yeah. you need to wear the dinosaur outfit for everything, <laughs> then, then things may happen. We'll see. Just floating that out there. Exactly. All right. Um, the one thing before I let you all go, uh, that I wanted to mention is, uh, you mentioned big a, uh, performing blues at Phil the park. Uh, Amy, he was also, uh, doing some education in the schools this week. Uh, what was yeah. the, you know, how did that come about and what, um, what was the response to that? So we were excited, you know, he was at the fill the neighborhoods. He started with us last weekend with the fill the neighborhoods in Haversham woods and in fairway Oaks. And then we brought him into the schools throughout the week to play with the kids and to demonstrate the blues. And he is a teacher. He teaches the blues mm -hmm. in Clarkstown, Mississippi. So we've had a really phenomenal response um, to him in the schools with different classes, but also we've had a phenomenal response regarding all of our education initiatives that we've really invested in organizationally and, and expanded. So it's been, it's been fun to see that, you know, we have everything from violin classes to blues to, sectionals in the schools this week so it's busy it is busy well i appreciate the time from both of you and i will uh i will see you on saturday in the park excited to listen to some some music thank you so much for having us on thank you that's all for this edition of the commute podcast thanks one last time to our presenting sponsor national office systems before i sign off remember that we publish new commute episodes every tuesday and thursday Whatever your interests, you will find interviews of interest in our archives. Search The Commute with that Savannah Opinion on your favorite podcast app. The Commute returns next week. Enjoy, fill the park, and we'll talk to you then. Mm -hmm.